Hello, race fans. Welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you in part by McDonald Muffler, the Muffler Mafia, based out of Mobile, Alabama. They're a family-owned, operated muffler shop with converters, shocks, and much more. Gotta give those guys a call at 251-661-1043. That is McDonald Muffler, the Muffler Mafia in Mobile, Alabama. I'm your host, Thomas Vadis, alongside two other short track guys in the studio, as always. Jim Pokrant, driver of the 07 CantQuitFishing.com sportsman and 2021 sportsman champion, and Ted Baber. The Ted Baber Video Productions. What's up, guys? Good evening. What's up? Yeah, we had a doubleheader this past weekend, and you know what? The old Florida Mother Nature came and took <laughs> one of them away from us, but man, what a Friday night we had. Great show, man. I tell you <laughs> what, to see to see the late models... Uh, come to town in force that they came with guys yeah. like William Byron, Bubba Pollard, Jeremy Doss. Just a great show. I mean, it, I, what could you say, man? Bubba sits on the pole. Yeah, he he spanked him pretty well. Yeah, and it was it was some tight qualifying because there was a one thousandth of second difference between two positions at one point during qualifying. Wow, that's, that's like, crazy. That's crazy. That's like but one it, inch down, a little further down on the track than there. <laughs> but yeah, but Jeremy Doss got out front yep. and he was gone for a while, but Bubba was right there with him. And then later Bubba was defayed with engine issues uh-huh. and, uh, with him, Byron four time cup winner this year, running second gets the lead late in the show and drives off into the sunset. Yep. And, uh, but <laughs> he didn't get the win he got the tech and got tossed. Let's also talk about the big car pile up they oh, had going into one. Yeah, that, My God, the cars that got destroyed that in that wreck. That took a whole lot of cars out there. I know Matt Craig was involved. Augie Grill was involved. Uh, Jackson Boone was yeah, in it. Yeah. He, he he fared better than most because he did come back to finish third, but good Lord. It was, was a, a I mean, it was a pile. Five laps into the race for crying out. I know. <laughs> it. Travis Braden, who was yep. driving the Jet Motorsports car, coming back after a kind of a hiatus, not racing for a little while. Yeah. Oh Derek man, Thorn was in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the fifty-one car, that car got mangled. They had to pull the backup car out for Saturday night, which didn't end up happening because no. uh, Finch, Jake Finch, was going to drive the car Saturday night, and Derek Thorn was going to drive. Uh, ended up, I think, in the Anthony Campy car, wasn't he? Yes. he wasn't going to drive it. So that would have been a great show. But of course, <laughs> like Thomas said, Mother Nature went. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, in, in that whole series, the series champion is currently Mother Nature. She's won seven of them so far. They yeah. had seven rainouts. Well, you know, the, the bad part about it was they get the track dry. Yep. And it would start raining. And it wasn't a heavy rain. No. It was just little misting light <laughs> rain BS you could just barely see in the lights. Yeah. That's the most frustrating kind of rain there is. And there was this one little blob that was going to come across us, and it was just moving so slow. it would. I mean, it was 930 when they finally called it. Yeah, it was well, nuts. <laughs> it was nuts. That's terrible. I hate that because that was going to be a good show. I think that was going to be probably one of the better races because you got to think about it. After the rain, all the rubber's gone. Yep. <laughs> and everybody's got all their setups right is going to have to learn to do it again. So <laughs> that was going to be go, a pretty oh neat Oh, my rate. God. What am I doing? Yeah. yeah and they took uh, the Modifieds of Mayhem were going to run Saturday night, too. Yep. But they yes. rescheduled that and uh, that, that Super Race uh, number two uh, for September 22nd, I believe. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to they're gonna make up the uh, Crown Stock Race, too, at some point, they said. Right. So, yeah. and, and for you, there's, those of you that went, keep your checks stub. You can use it at any time during the regular season yep. to get into the track. So, I have one. If anybody's interested, I'll be willing to give it up. If somebody wants to come out and watch some races, I'll give them mine because I'm never going to sit in the grandstands again till the Derby. So 
Oh no, I don't even sit up there doing the derby. So never mm-hmm. mind. Somebody come yeah. somebody email me jbp07 hotmail.com and I'll give you my check stub and you can get in for free next time. <laughs> That'll be great. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it up for somebody. We're going to uh, continue on with the remainder of the results. As we mentioned, Jeremy Doss first, Gio Ruggiero second, Jackson Boone came back from the little incident on lap five to finish third, and Hunter Robbins, who had a pretty good run. He kind of lost the lead to begin with, but then he, he came back and fought back for a fourth place finish. And then the Minnesota Missile winds up on the top five. And Stephen Nassie and Jet Nolan had a good run, too, overall. Travis Braden, once again, somebody got kind of wadded up a little bit, but came back to an eighth place finish. Billy Van Meter and then Tony Elrod. little note here, that is his second top ten finish in the, in the series, and he started off the season with two top 15s. He keeps notching them up like that. Who knows? He may wind up in real good shape at the end of the season. And Matt Craig, he, he just had difficulties most of the night. I, I don't know what originally went wrong. but He was in the wreck. Yeah, he, he was in that wreck pretty good. Yeah. And then that, that beautiful flame job, Michael Hind, in uh, 12th place. And then Bubba, due to his mechanical difficulties, wound up in 13th place finish. And Big Boris Yurkovic. Michael Goddard, Stuart Dutton, Connor Sutton. Hey, I just made a poem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordan Riddick, who we haven't talked too much about. We have to get a little bit more information on him. Ryan Herbert, John Bolin, who I really expected to have a better run. And it just, yeah, he, he didn't do, he had, he had mechanical issues. I think he might, was he in the wreck? I think he was. I think he was too. He probably was. There was, there was seven, there was like what, 12, 13 of them tiled up. <laughs> well, here's most of them <laughs> from here on out. Derek Thorne, uh, saw Augie Grill's car. Derek's car was just obliterated. It was hugely worn out. Timothy Watson, Hunter Wright, Dustin Smith, Justin Kreider, Clint Folsom, and of course, William Byron, due to his, uh, issues, wound up at the tail end of the field. He had a great time. Well, what happened to, uh, what happened to the original leader that uh, ended up winning and didn't win? Byron, well, he got tossed. Well, he uh, supposedly, Anthony Campy, they put a pan underneath the fuel cell, which is supposed to be, quote, unquote, safety reasons. (laughs) Safety safety reasons. But I'm sure that may have been originally, but I'm pretty sure they panned it out. Maybe, you know, got a, because, you know, you're talking about William Byron with, Hendrick Motorsports. You got a little cash. <laughs> and they might have told him, well, if you manipulate this back about six inches and bend it this way, it will help the car. Now, I'm, not, I'm talking out of my butt. I don't know this for sure, but that's what they threw him out for because it was panned. Right. So, obviously, it was something that was done. It was illegal that they saw. It wasn't just a folded up piece of metal underneath the fuel cell. It was more to it than that, I'm mm, sure. And they wouldn't do it for no reason at all. They had to have known there has to be some kind of benefit to doing that. Obviously, so. <laughs> obviously. I mean, well, look what he did. I mean, right. he drove off into the sunset, son. <laughs> See you later. Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah, and then flew out of the sunset and went and sat on the pole in Pocono. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, Willie B's pretty good, man. Yeah. He's, he's somebody that came from, we saw him first time at Snowball Derby and could have won it a couple times. Oh, yeah. He's an awesome driver, no doubt about that. Well, yeah. they're gonna, well, they'll be back uh, September 22nd, like we said, and uh, yep. catch the second half of that. And I can't wait to see that because that's, um, that's going to be a continuation of a great show. And hopefully Bubba Pollard will get that uh, monkey off his back, I guess. He's been carrying it for a while, uh, you know, with not winning the Snowball Derby for so long, winning all these other big races. But he's come a, kind of in a stump right now, and he's going to get something off his back to get this win. You know, get it together, find out what's going on. It'd be nice to know what exactly what happened that uh, 
put him in such a bad position or bad finishing position anyway. I'd like to know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. But I mean, you know, he got out front, but I'm telling you, I was watching the lap times on my race monitor and Bubba was faster than both of them. Doss would get out there a little bit. Bubba would kind of reel him in a little bit. And I think Bubba was just riding. And then they had a restart, and it just seemed like the motor laid down, and that's what he ended up saying that the motor was running flat, which uh-huh. stinks for him. But you know he'll be back. He's he's the he's not. They don't call him the goat for nothing. No, he'll be. We'll be seeing him again. But congratulations to Jeremy Doss. Yes. He he was the he was the guy he, that that was legal. He was a guy that was fast enough to stay out front. He led right. the majority of the race. Congratulations to him and that Lions Racing team. Yeah. Um. The first two times we saw that car, uh, Mr. Lyons drove it himself and stuffed it in the wall both times. Both times the car left having to be clipped. Hmm. So uh, I think he, that's why he hired Jeremy Thomas. <laughs> yeah. It was a beautiful car, too, and he missed the big one, too, which didn't hurt because, you know, it took out a lot of good contenders. No it doubt. did. It did. But, he, like I said, he was fast and good good race. I mean, I just hate that the wreck happened. I mean, right. you hate to see guys like Derek Thorne taking out that early uh, you know, Matt Craig involved in it and, right. and our boy, Augie Grill. We yeah. hate, we hate that. We really do. But you know what? It, it just shows the caliber of driver that was in that race. Yeah. Augie came back out for a couple laps. I think probably just to pass everybody that got wrecked and get a little bit better position, but that car was toast. <laughs> yeah. Once you mangle the nose on a, on a late model, ain't like the old days, you could run around there without the body on it and still yeah. run competitive. Now that air, they're so dependent on arrow, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why that pan underneath that 22 car was illegal because mm-hmm. it had to have helped right. at some point. So I had to know something was going on. So, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mother nature might've taken one away from us this week's gun, but there were others that, um, certainly made it through, uh, with some big payouts, and one of them uh, was the XR Super Series in Nebraska. Uh, some of those late model guys that we talk about are just as big as some of the asphalt lace model drivers that we talk about pretty much every week. Um, this one happened to be in Nebraska as the XR Super Series for $100,000, and they had um, some heat races. Uh, heat, well, they call them features. Uh, Devin Moran, Bobby Pierce, Kyle Bronson, Johnson Davenport, and Tanner English. Um, you know, their, their top five in features, uh, Dalton Wilson, Ricky Thornton Jr., Dennis Erb, Hudson O'Neill, and Shane Clanton were the top five in features. And number two, Ricky Thornton Jr. comes away with $100,000. Yikes. That is a, ton a lot of money. money right there. But they're racing for a living. So, you know, <laughs> they're living their dream. Yeah, it's 50 laps. Uh, Ricky Thornton Jr., Bobby Pierce, Kyle Bronson, Brandon Shepard, and Dalton Wilson, their top five. But, you know, we've, we've talked about those dirt guys getting yeah. it. They, they always put on a good show, and we just got through talking about that during a break. Uh, they travel. Yeah, a lot. And they try to get around. And they uh, if one of them, if one race doesn't develop, they'll just try to find the next one, go on to whatever the next big money race is. Yep, it's a, it's. It's a given. Those guys race hard and they, they dig, but I'd sure like to see, I hate to see what their expenses are a year. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Considering, you know, you got to, you got to take the car apart. The motor, those motors are aluminum headed motors. So they got to get rebuilt on a regular basis. You got to yeah. have at least two or three motors in the truck. You got to have a couple of spare chassis. You got to have a blankety, 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 yeah. just like asphalt. But <laughs> we've discussed that before that the asphalt racing is being funded by cup teams and rich kids and dirt racing is being funded by race car drivers and sponsors. Absolutely. They're out there getting it, getting every nickel they can because they needed to get to the next one. Yeah. They, they've got individual um, salaries for all these series. Like they travel XR events, then they go uh, to, you know, different states and they run different series. 
and they all have earnings like they do have a points list, but they all have earnings for each one of those series. And some of these guys are pushing like in the six, almost seven digits for the yes. year. <laughs> yep. But I mean, like I said, you got the hauler, you got to maintain and then the cars and the, you know, they make a living. I'm not saying they don't. And they used to be back in the day. A lot of asphalt late model guys made a living. I mean, look at look at Wayne Dudekin Sr. He made his living racing at Five Flags Mobile, uh, the old Jackson Fairgrounds racetrack, and all these other places, and made a living, a solid living, racing asphalt cars. You can't do that nowadays. No. There's too much cut money involved. They're paying for these kids to come up so they can put the next one in the – got to get them some super late model experience so they can get them in a in – a, uh, Xfinity car or truck or something. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is, but the racing's still good. And you still got guys like Bubba Pollard and, um, uh, the 18 car and all these guys that can come out and race and, and, and do well against the big money. And he's got a, uh, darn good crew chief car owner, Ronnie Sanders, that (laughs) he's got a ton of experience. He, he can pretty well get you there if you need to. Well, you got to consider, Ronnie, who the drivers Ronnie Sanders has had in his cars in the past. Bubba Pollard, Casey Roderick, yes. and now he's got Hunter Robbins. Yeah, and Hunter's done well this oh, year yes. too. Oh yes, he's won. Car. He's won a lot of pro races. He's you know he's he's been a contender in the super races. Yeah. Every time he goes somewhere, I mean, you can't beat that. You can't beat Ronnie Sanders racing. They've he's done very well for himself with the drivers and wins and trophies that he's collected. Yes. Yeah, and, and not only that, but the man was a legend in his own time as far as the drivers concerned. So hey. Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, he won't make this one coming up this weekend in Nashville. The Fairground Speedway, uh, the Jake CRA High Performance 100, uh, Saturday night, uh, the All-Stars Tour. Uh, we've got Brett Robinson, Jackson Boone we've mentioned, Michael Bolden, Daniel Bolden. I wonder if there are any relation. Mm-hmm. So there's, uh, there's a couple of Boldens, there's a couple of Chases here, and there's um, some War Rackley with Dawson Sutton and Hunter Wright. Hunter Wright, they're both from Lebanon. I think they're they're not with that war team but they might be i think hunter wright uh might be with that war team but i'm not sure uh he was here uh this past weekend i think when the uh, the 29 car that we talked about i thought i got him mixed up with the war team but uh i'm not sure i i, I don't think he is but we'll see but dylan petro uh dylan bates uh, and benny hamlet uh, all at pro race uh at uh, nashville we're all big fans of the Nashville Fairground Speedway. <laughs> oh yeah, and they're they're going to transform that place coming up, like they kind of did in North Wilkesboro, and make it a show place. So it's glad to see Nashville back and strong. Yeah, it's a hundred green flag laps too, and we look forward to catching up with the results uh, of that next week uh, when we get together here in the studio, the Short Track Guys podcast. And there's something we were going to touch up on last week, and uh, we got a little late, didn't have so much to it, but we've uh, wanted to get back to it. the Grand National Super Series. That Ted's, uh, yes. Ted's got some information there in front of him. Yeah, I do. It's the remainder of the season for this uh, this coming season. They've uh, got uh, several races still planned, and in case you're not familiar, these are always twin 50-lap races. There is always an invert, so it's <laughs> it's not like the guy that wins is going to go out and dominate the next race. He's going to have to come from mid-pack or worse in order to get the next one, and he's going to be doing it at these next locations. On the 5th of August, it'll be Tri-County Speedway. Uh, the 2nd of uh, September, New River All-American Speedway. On the 16th of September, Lonesome Pines Raceway. Uh, the 30th of no- uh, September, sorry, is Dominion Raceway. The 14th of uh, October, it's going to be uh, Carteret County Speedway. <laughs> Interesting note there, I found out that Carteret is a almost a flat track with only eight degrees of banking that's got to be interesting to try to get around 
and they finish up their all-star race at the Rock Rockingham Speedway on the uh, the 3rd of uh, November. 3rd and 4th, actually, of November. That should be interesting to watch. I mean, they've got good competition. Y'all need to get after them. Anywhere close to those tracks, get after and watch them. Yeah, Grand National Super Series. They just paved the rock, too. So yes. <laughs> they ought to be able to get around, be getting around there pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see Cutter. <laughs> that would be so much fun to watch that little... Well, they got a lot of flat racetracks. They're just not around here, and uh, mainly out in the out in the west, they can run a lot of flat flat racetracks. Yeah, it reminds me of Bowman Gray, which is literally no angle. At yeah, all. oh yeah, it's yeah. You have to use the bumper there. Yep, probably the same way that uh, that at Carteret too. Yeah. That should be fun. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm kind of kicking myself in the butt for not getting up to Montgomery and being able to see them when they came that close. But yeah, it looked like the weather was going to beat them, but it didn't. You know, it's what sometimes when you. Guess I reckon. So. Yeah. That's why they call them weather guessers. And <laughs> well, this uh this next news uh, I've got uh, for our listeners. Uh, this is uh, a driver that is eyeing a Cars Tour victory at Hickory coming up this weekend. Eleven uh, point lead over Caden Quapple. We might know him mm. of uh, some lineage and genes uh, from uh, a Travis Quapple that used to run in the the upper tiers. Caden's uh, uh, second to a Katie Hettinger. And I uh, can't give her enough credit. Um, she has been kind of under the radar, I think, uh, as far as our podcast goes. We haven't thrown her out like she should be because she has been up front. She's been with that ACR uh, Cars uh, Tour team for a while. And uh, she looks to win uh, the championship with an 11-point lead now. And I just want to give a shout-out to her. She just turned 16, and uh, she has turned heads uh for a while now and she just keeps getting better every time she gets behind the wheel well she won down at speed weeks in new smyrna yeah so i mean she's got one win under her belt but she better step it up with caden Quapple all over her butt but she better hang on tight yeah. wish her the best of luck and um would look forward to seeing her win a championship if she could do it but she needs to win a race yeah yeah and speaking of winning a race uh this next segment we've had is going to be big and it's a spotlight this week Yes, right. The Story and Blake Crown Vic Driver of the Week. Our guy this week is Tyler Young. He is a third-generation race car driver. His grandfather raced at Five Flags. His uncle, Greg Young, whom I've raced against, a great super stock driver. Yes. <laughs> uh, track champion, if I'm not mistaken, and a great guy. I raced against him a bunch. A tough customer. My goodness, that man was tough. tough. He could get it done. But... Tyler is just starting out, said that he took a hiatus from racing when his uncle passed away, and then he heard about the Crown Vic class, so he jumped right in. Um, he's sponsored by uh, Greg Smith Auto Air, Dave Tao Automotive, uh, Taylor Lennon Services. He has a, uh, with Dave Tao helping him, that's a big help. That man's got several of those Crown Vicks rolling, so that's that's awesome. He's number 44, like his uncle. It's a red uh, Crown Vic, beautiful car, and the yeah. guy can drive the wheels off of it. He's finished third three times this season and second once. He hadn't won a race yet, but he's close. Um, he'd like to thank his crew, uh, Gordy, Zach, Freddie, and Bill, for all their help. They, they, they're his crew, and one of them's in a wheelchair. He's got a guy that his crew chief is in a <laughs> wheelchair, and the guy gets the job done. Congratulations to that. And their team, they're a great team. They're good guys. They pit near us, right? Um, but he's fast, and he's real passionate about it. He gets mad like me, and it, I, I just think it's cool when you, you see the passion in somebody that's a race car driver. But congratulations to him and his team. Um, he's Like I said, he's, uh, he's born in Pensacola, but he lives over in Alabama. Uh, glad to have him in the class, and uh, that's our story in Blake Crown Vic Driver of the Week. 
Thank you to Ryan and his bunch over there at Story and Black Roofing for their uh, sponsorship of that segment. And I want to thank him personally for two wheels that he gave me. Thanks to uh, Ryan Black and uh, they do a great job. If they did the roof on my house, so I'm just going to say if they you need a roof done, give them a call. They'll do you right. Yeah, full yeah, disclosure. Look, <laughs> yeah, it looks like Tyler Young, uh, even though he hasn't won a race, he's been knocking on the door, and he's only 26 points behind Ryan. So, yeah, second mean, it, points this series, too, yeah. this, this Crown Vic class is not over with this so no, far. Not at all. No, no all, all it takes is Ryan to, to slip one time, and Tyler right around. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. That kid, Tyler Young, drives the wheels off that 44 car every single lap, whether it's practice or otherwise. And they, like I said, when they run, they're going to run them this Saturday night over in Mobile again. They're running Outlaws, Sportsman, uh, Pure Stocks, and, and Crown Stocks. So, you know, if you got nothing to do Saturday night, come over to Mobile and watch us run. I'm going to be there with, with the old 07. But, um, yeah, that Crown Stock class ain't no joke. So, and they put on a show over there. They put on a show over here. Great. Everywhere they go. <laughs> yeah, well, they did a good job in op. And yeah. we're going to, we're going to try to get an op driver next week. I, I think I'm going to work on getting somebody from up there in their Crown Vic class and, uh, get them to be our crown stock driver of the week. But uh, congratulations to uh, Tyler Young, and uh, hopefully you'll get that win you want, man. That'd be cool to see. I'm yeah. thinking it's going to happen. He's just going to keep knocking at the door until he knocks it down. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan Blake, uh, Tyler Young, Daniel Lofton, Blaze Boykin, and Garrison Story, which is the other uh, partner of the sponsorship here of this segment. Uh, Garrison Story is uh, Marcus's son. Yes. So yes. you like to see a, a lot of these guys get together and travel um, and, and form a group, if you will, from either the Southeast or, you know, Five Flags Speedway and a combination with Mobile and maybe South Alabama Speedway. But I hear there is, um, and this has been going on, I guess, for a week or two with this Crown Vicks class. Um, they got a big race coming up in November. At, what did you say, Jim? Citrus County? Citrus County for $10,000 to Good the winner. Lord. <laughs> There's going to be a hundred of them there or more. Yeah. And it's going to be, you're going to have to make the race. Yeah. It's <laughs> not going to be, be just show part. up and everybody gets to start. No, it's going to be one of them deals. And, and, uh, that's going to be awesome. I mean, $10,000 to win in a car you may have five grand in. That's a good deal. I can yeah. say. Yeah. You talk about pushing, gouging, and rooting and banging. <laughs> oh, there's going to be a bunch of them come home wrecked. I can promise you. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a good show. I, I think it'd be a fun, a fun deal to go watch. I know uh, Ben Cranford was talking about taking his pure stock down there and running there. And I said, well, if they do that and they run street stocks, we'll take my car, your car, and we'll go watch the Crown Vicks tear each other up. <laughs> yeah, well, they're these kind of cars you really don't have to put on a trailer. I mean, you could you could get lights around from U-Haul and put a tag on it and drive it to the track. Yeah, not quite that good. Not quite that ready yet. But, you, well, some of them still have air conditioning yeah. and stock windshields. But, you know, it's going to be a good show. And they put on a great – I've said it year and year and year, and I've been saying it for three years now. We need a Crown Vic class. Now we have it, and it's the, some of the best racing we got. Cool. Yeah. And I'm glad they did it. One of the things that helps is that the winner always has to start sixth or worse. And then there's always an invert. So you never know. You know the fastest qualifier isn't necessarily going to start close to the front. That's true. And it, it can definitely jog the lineup if the, the guy that starts sixth is the fastest qualifier. <laughs> because he's got to go back there. And that puts somebody else that was second fastest on the pole and maybe can run off and hide. But great class, good racing. And it's that's the fun kind of racing we need. Right. Yeah, it's growing by leaps and bounds. Every time we talk about it, there's another two or three cars. And by the time at the end of the year, if they get this big race down 
uh, in November. And then, you know, during the Derby week, uh, there may be 30 plus cars that are coming here to it, if not already. There'll be more than 30 at the Derby. I guarantee you there'll be cars coming from dirt, asphalt, every which direction to run the snowball. <laughs> That's going to be a mess to watch. Yeah, that. it is. They, they ought to start everybody at the Derby, though. They'll, they'll just, if it's 50 of them show up, just drop the green flag and let them eat like the old enduro races. Oh, God. Oh, man. It'd be that would be entertaining. <laughs> it would be. Make it the last race of the night and Katie bar the door, son. <laughs> Oh boy, circle track demolition derby. I just keep rolling to you moving, brother. Last car moving wins. <laughs> well, that is the story in black roofing. Crown Vic Spotlight Driver of the Week, Tyler Young. Uh, you said he was from Op, Alabama, correct? Not from Op. No, no. no? He's, he's from, uh, he, he lives over in Daphne. Oh, okay. He's, right. from, he's from Pensacola originally, but he lives over in Daphne. Hmm. I need to look at the rules and see what it's going to take to get one one of the things rolling. I man, it's just a it's you know Crown Vic. I mean, now you're going to have to spend a little money re, reflash the computer because the guys running up front are doing that, mm-hmm. and they're, the cop cars have a different gear, so it needs to be a police car. And the cage is five hundred bucks, and you got to get somebody to install it, and you need a seat belt, when in that fire suit helmet, you know, the right. whole nine yards. But it's a fun class. I I I wish I had one just to play with. <laughs> Because he, he, you got you got uh, even Hunter Lambert that's running in them now, right? And he says that is a blast. I said, I bet it is. I'd like to try it sometime. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll talk to Tim Bryan and let me drive that one car yeah, one night. One, yeah. Which I'll, does not have a B pillar in it, by the way, on the driver's side. I none, none of them do. They, they take it out to put the cage in. Mm. It don't hurt nothing because you yeah. got the cage in there. It yeah. braces everything up. That if you look at ninety nine percent of them, they cut the B pillar out to slide the main cage in. So yeah, there've been a lot of questions though about having to do that, and I haven't really seen, you know, a definitive rule that they've been throwing it to tech to see. Some have it and said it's okay, and now you know the, the attention is with the spoilers on the back. The, does it do anything? No. Is it okay? Does it look better? Well, you don't want to go get into where. People are putting big snout things on them and big wings on the back and all. Don't don't go there. I I think they just leave the spoilers and stuff off of them. Leave them stock. Right. Leave them stock. Like let, let them all look the same. Let mm. the let the drivers make the difference. Let the car colors make the difference and less race. Yeah. Well, but the uh, the bumpers in the front and all that uh, body work in the front and the rear be taken off. Is that just for? So Safety we don't have reasons. to pick it up. Yeah, exactly. And all that? Exactly. Okay. Cause those, that stuff will come off and go everywhere. Now I agree with allowing them to make front and rear bumpers cause it saves the car. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, you're going to beat and bang in that division. We know that, right. but, but let them, let them build front bumpers. Let them take the bumpers off. I agree with that, but stop with the, you know, we're going to put big spoilers on them. We're going to do something goofy. Don't do that. No, it's just going to ruin it. It's going to look silly. You know, people don't think that, you know, it's the dog turd theory. If a car starts winning with a big spoiler, everybody's going to have a stupid big spoiler. The dog turd theory is if a race car driver won a race with a dog turd in the middle of the hood, everybody go get a dog turd and put it in the middle of their hood. That's the dog turd theory. I don't know if y'all have ever heard that or not. but Never. Can't yeah, say that. <laughs> it's, 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 I've heard several old racers talk about the dog turd theory. But, I mean, it's a great class. It just needs to keep going. It's doing well on dirt. It's doing well on asphalt. They just need to keep it going and and keep them as close to stock as possible. Don't let them get out there and get Don't away. Rules creep can kill a class real quick. Well, trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah. oh, boy. I know all about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, great class. Good yep. deal. Let's keep it rolling. Yeah. We look forward to the next Spotlight Driver of the Week next Wednesday uh, here at Short Track Guys Podcast Studio with the three best short track guys I know uh, in the studio altogether. 
Including myself. Absolutely. Yes, that's right. Amen, brother. <laughs> and we'd like to thank McDonald Muffler, as always, for your support. Yeah, and right. uh, all our listeners. Um, man, we're going to get our notes together and, and bang heads and, and put another one out next Wednesday. And we look for some results, some big races coming up this weekend that we've mentioned. Uh, some big races in the future that um, a little stretch, but um, we might touch on those next Wednesday. But, uh, guys, it's always a pleasure. And we have a good time. And, uh, bumps down the road but you know you you get through that with uh you know a startup thing that we've got um we are now going into our third year yeah uh, by the way we are one more episode away from starting season three we did start in april uh two years ago we are in uh our third year but uh we've had a little uh mechanical things or electrical things that go along and uh, we've had to skip some weeks but we got back on track and um but uh congratulations to us yes. uh, from us uh, being <laughs> being doing this every week uh, as as often as we have for our, going on our third year, I think that's uh, something to hang your hat on. Yeah. Yes, and always look us up on Facebook. Look us up. Give us any ideas. You got a driver you want us to interview? You got somebody that's up and coming you want to talk about? Let us know. Any stories you want to talk about? Let us know. And give us a five star review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen. There's a way to give us a review. Some places just do it. It helps us move up the charts. It helps us get better. And we want to be better for you guys because this show is all about uh, you guys because we we race and we have fun and we enjoy the sport. And it's all about short track. If we have, you have any events coming up, let us know about yeah, that too. Yeah, so definitely some them. events. We'd like to know. <laughs> we'll plug them for you. And Mobile, we're going to get with Eddie Shoemaker. I'm here pretty soon. I'd like to get him on here and talk to him about uh, Mobile and how things are going. Because right. Eddie's a great guy. And I'm looking forward to racing there Saturday night. going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I ain't <laughs> buying no tires. We're just going to go give them hell on what we got. <laughs> well, after all we've done and all we've said, I think it would be an appropriate sign-off of being a one- Two, three, let's go, Brandon. Good night, everybody. Be strong, America. Thanks for listening.